0: news from KXAN news.
1: Good morning everyone. We're starting our newscast this morning with a live look from Gaza as we continue to follow the conflict between Israel and Hamas. What you're seeing right now is the smoke that is coming from a port at the Mediterranean Sea with Israel rocketing putting rockets rather and bombarding some of the boats there to keep Hamas from entering or from leaving the area. I'm Sally, it's on this.
2: And I'm Tom Miller. We also have this new video from Overnight, and you see this where Gaza is just bombarded. This morning, Israeli Defense Forces saying fighter jets have struck 450 targets within Gaza within the last 24 hours. And during the daylight, you see portions of that neighborhood flattened. Israeli, uh, Israel estimates that 150 civilians, including 20 Americans are being held hostage there in Gaza. Says fighting is set to intensify inside the strip. Hamas threatening to kill more hostages if Israel bombs civilians within Gaza. The Israel Defense Force saying its border is now secure. At least 1,200 Israelis, including more than 150 soldiers, have been killed and more than 2,700 injured. At least 950 people in Gaza have been killed and 5,000 injured, that according to Gaza's health ministry. They're, they are still reporting 1,500 members of the Hamas militia confirmed to be dead. President Biden confirming 14 Americans have been killed and Israeli defense forces bombarded Gaza, told residents to leave the block, the blockaded strip facing an Israeli siege and potential ground operation. The Israeli Defense Force officials say that the first plane carrying U.S. military weapons is now at an airbase in southern Israel with more help on the way. American warships and fighter jets moving into the region and NBC News Lester Holt is in Israel talking with a man whose 66-year-old mother remains missing. She was born and raised in California and is presumed to have been abducted by Hamas. Do you think this will lead to negotiations that that, that's the way this will likely be resolved?
3: I don't think it is my place um, to um, tell the policymakers and the decision makers how to go about this process. I care about the result and the result that I care about is for my mom to come home and for me to be able to hug her.
1: Now, we also know that he says he remains confident Israel officials are doing everything they can to bring her back home. Next on today, NBC News, Lester Holt reports from inside Israel on the looming threat by Hamas. Back here at home, Texas Senator John Cornyn is speaking out and saying that he would not be surprised if Iran was directly related to this attack.
2: Iran is a very dangerous country uh, with uh, leading state-sponsored terrorism, whether it's
1: uh, Hamas or, or Hezbollah. Senator was the keynote speaker yesterday at the National Security and Foreign Affairs at the LBJ School of Public Affairs. The event was already planned and focused on Ukraine funding, and other concerns were around the world when he was asked that question.
2: Here at home, the Department of Public Safety says it is not aware of any specific or credible threats to Texas. The agency does have concerns that the current conflict could inspire homegrown violent expre- extremists in the U.S. to target the Jewish community. DPS asking everyone to stay vigilant and report suspicious activity. You can confidentially submit tips to Texas, the website and mobile app. There's also a phone number you can call. We have that for you at kxan.com. <laughs> first warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry.
4: Well, good Wednesday morning team. We start with a look at radar because we have some very light rain trying to make run at our eastern counties. This is down in Fayette. Most of us just waking up to a cloudy sky, but Fayette County, Caldwell County, maybe even the very southern tip of Blanco. You're close enough to where we've got tropical moisture to the south, but it's not going to be heavy rain for your morning drive. Live look outside a little closer to Austin. This is down at the Lady Bird Johnson wall flower center camera in the southern portion of the city and you can see there's quite a bit of cloud cover out there but we'll probably see a little more sunshine later today compared to what we saw yesterday. Temperatures are in the 60s out there now. 66 in Austin, Bastrop, Giddings and LaGrange. We've got a temperature of 65 degrees right now in Burnett, 67 in Mason. Parents says you're getting the kids ready for the bus stop today. I would say a coat, nah, It's one of those toss-up kind of situations. A 10% chance of rain, in my opinion, isn't much. And if we do get rain, it's just gonna be a little bit of a spit, it's not gonna drench ya. So, you could probably get away with leaving the umbrella at home. I think this afternoon is gonna be real nice. We're on pick-up, though, as you get in the kids after school, 83 degrees, mix of sun and clouds, winds should be on the lighter side. Coming up in your first 20 forecast, what's left of this tropical moisture? How long will these very low rain chances stick around? We've also got a quick warm-up on the way. Later in the week, we're talking temperatures above average now as we transition into the next few days, and some fantastic weekend weather behind our next cold front. Everything you need to know about your forecast coming up in about ten minutes.
2: Thank you, Kristen. After a brief pause, Texas has executed convicted kidnapper and killer Jedediah Murphy, who was pronounced dead after lethal injection late last night around eleven people rallied at the state capitol yesterday for him and world day against the death penalty in 2001 a dallas county jury convicted and sentenced murphy to death for kidnapping and killing 80 year old Bertie cunningham on monday the fifth u.s circuit court of appeals upheld a federal judge's order from last week delaying the execution it's after murphy's lawyers questioned evidence and sought to stop the execution Texas coalition to abolish the death penalty says Murphy was going through a mental health crisis at the time. It also says he shows remorse for his actions and has experienced a spiritual and personal transformation.
1: What could change for those who smuggle people into the country as lawmakers here in Texas talk about border security.
2: The next step before the train gets back on track here in Austin as We have an update on the long-awaited Zilker Eagle. Good morning, a live look as we take a, a peek at the Texas Capitol this morning. A lot of activity there over the last two days as Texas lawmakers are considering new border security measures targeting illegal entry and human smuggling.
1: Right now, undocumented crossings are subject only to federal law. This is a new bill that would create a state level misdemeanor for crossing into Texas from Mexico outside of a port of entry. Senators are also proposing a new mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years in prison for human smugglers, arguing the current consequences just are not tough enough.
0: Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, I think it's a matter of, 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 of preserving the dignity of people from being smuggled and used as an enterprise, and that Texas, we in Texas say, no, we're not going to do that. And if you do, you will pay dire consequences for it.
1: Both of these measures are in response to Governor Abbott's call for additional border security measures. He is also asking for the legislature for additional funding for Operation Lone Star.
2: As the crisis between Israel and Hamas continues, what Austin police are doing here at home for the Islamic and Jewish communities.
0: Houston Astros, a win away from going back to the ALCS, and the Texas Rangers will be waiting for the winner of that series. They're going to the ALCS. I've got it for you coming up.
1: Good morning, we continue to monitor what is the latest out of Israel at war with Hamas and we continue to monitor live footage and feeds from the area. This is the black smoke that is filling the sky after another night of rockets of Israel pounding Gaza, striking Hamas as best as it can, and Hamas still holding firm, saying that it will sacrifice any of the Israeli hostages if Israel does not give it enough notice for its people to get out of Gaza. But the question is, where will the innocent civilians go this morning? The crisis level continues between the two. Austin Police Department, back here at home, says it is patrolling Islamic and Jewish centers more frequently
2: Some are concerned that hate crimes might be committed here at home. KXAN's Grace Reader breaking down Austin's progress with an anti-hate campaign and how you can play a role in this.
3: Outside of City Hall, where flags are at half-staff honoring those who lost their lives in Israel, you may also notice this from the city, promoting a campaign launched in July called We All Belong. Obviously, there's a lot of fear right now amidst the strife in Israel that there will be hate. Um, anti-Semitic or anti-Palestinian hate that will surface in our community. Councilmember Allison Alter spearheaded the charge for the new city anti-hate campaign. And right now, as a war plays out between Hamas and Israel, local leaders say it's a more important tool than ever. One of the things that we know is anytime that there is an incident like this in Israel, that um, incidents of anti-Semitism in particular tend to go up. The campaign helps connect people with ways to report hate incidents. And it also aims to get people involved, for example, partnering with groups to host educational events. It's a nice way to bring people into a, into the tent uh, and to inspire them to be change
1: agents uh, in a way that feels comfortable and, and much more authentic.
3: Both the Anti-Defamation League and the city say it's too early to tell if an uptick in reporting is tied to the effort, but they do say they've reached roughly half a million people with advertising for it and that they're continuing to track progress.
1: There's a constant conversation between adl austin and apd and larger community stakeholders to kind of see how we're doing these
3: groups say hate crimes are underreported something they're trying to change and they say it's so important now more than ever to report those instances of hate these patterns of how they happen and where they happen are extremely important we cannot devote resources to address hate if we as a city are not made aware of the instances grace reader kxan news
2: we have a link where you can report hate or bias incidents over at kxan.com. But if you're witnessing a hate crime in progress, that could be a result. It could result in someone being hurt. You should call 911.
1: And this follows what the Anti-Defamation League counted as the highest level of anti-Semitism in the U.S. last year. Earlier this year, the ADL reported an increase of more than a third from 2021. With just under 3,700 incidents nationwide. Last year, anti Semitic incidents at campuses and schools jumped, and that would be nearly 50%. The ADL started to keep records back in 1979 and add this is the third time in the past five years that the total has been the highest number recorded ever. And of the states with the highest reports, Texas came in fifth with more than 200.
2: We are here with Kristen Curry now in the First Morning Weather Center and uh, really nice, nice weather that we're now experiencing. I loved yesterday. (laughs) Last
4: night
1: was great. I needed a sweater. I was at a football game. I I know.
4: I could spend most of my life with weather like yesterday. Cloudy. (laughs) It was in the low 80s. Some of us got even a little bit of rain. Uh, Let me show you what's going on today because we're starting to transition out of this pattern. But today I think in general will look and feel similar to what we had yesterday. We've got some of that tropical moisture still bringing Rain to parts of South Texas, the coastal bend in the Houston metro. Here in Central Texas, there's a little bit of light rain trying to develop in Fayette County, but in general, it's not having much luck. And yesterday, we only picked up a few hundredths of an inch of rain out in portions of Bastrop County, Fayette County, parts of Travis County. Got a little bit of rain, picked up a hundredth of an inch out at the airport yesterday. But in general, rain chances not necessarily becoming anything too concerning. It's the temperatures that are the focus now. So we take you outside live. West home camera in central Austin, 66 degrees underneath that mainly cloudy sky. We're getting a little warmer today as we see those lower 80s return. That's pretty close to normal for us this time of year. Gradually seeing a little more sunshine through the day, rain chances disappearing off the map high temperatures this afternoon. You'll notice we're a little cooler in our eastern counties. That's because you're going to hold on to the cloud cover the longest. So we'll probably see highs in the upper 70s east of I-35. Everybody else can expect an afternoon in the 80s. Now when it comes to the sky conditions today, like I said, it's not impossible to squeeze out a little spot of sprinkles this morning, but in general, rain chances fading away. We're just going to be left with a mix of sun and clouds today, mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, and then sunshine takes over our forecast. We've got a good amount of sun sunshine on the back end of the seven day. What's going on with the humidity? Well, you're gonna notice it for sure. We still have that southerly wind bringing in some of that Gulf moisture down here at the ground. So you're feeling that today, tomorrow and the first part of Friday, but then that drops like a rock at that because this cold front brings in much cooler air but also drier air with it. It will not bring anything in the way of storms and showers to us, it's not looking like. But as far as the one little hiccup with the front, it's going to be the winds. I think the cooler temperatures will be welcome, but some breezy to windy conditions behind the front Saturday, Sunday will be something you'll notice. So as we put it together for your seven-day forecast, it's mainly to part the cloudy sky today, just a 10% chance of a sprinkle this morning. Dry. For your afternoon. Very warm tomorrow and Friday. The headlines there will be the temperatures. And then as that cold front comes in late in the day on Friday, you can expect a noticeable drop in temperatures this weekend, but still very pleasant. Upper 70s, low 80s, breezy conditions, a whole lot of sunshine that will continue into the early part of next week. Those high temperatures returning to the 80s by Monday. Tom?
2: Thank you, Kristen. Austin police announced charges against a man accused of killing someone with a hatchet then running over his body happened last week investigators initially thinking someone had been run over on the side of mopac between parmer lane and duval now according to court records 40 year old brian davis is accused of killing 54 year old john odin witnesses say the victim was driving davis and a woman to another place saying they could no longer stay at his house that's when authorities say davis pulled out that hatchet the victim pulling over the car Investigators say Davis then told the woman to leave as he continued to attack Odin before running him over. Davis is facing a capital murder charge.
1: The Georgia prosecutors handling the racketeering, influenced and corrupt organizations case against defendants in the 2022-2020 election interference case. So this is RICO. They want to hear testimony from Austin-based Infowars host. Alex Jones. In a new court petition in Fulton County in the case against Kenneth Chesbro and Sidney Powell, prosecutors claim Jones is a necessary and material witness to this case. The filing adds that Jones marched to the U.S. Capitol on January back in 2021 alongside choose row. They want him to testify at some point after the trial starts, and that's less than two weeks from now. Financial struggles leading to the closure of a hospital in Fayette County.
2: It's having a huge impact out there. Community members concerned they're not going to get the proper care they need. St. Mark's Medical Center in LaGrange announcing it is closing its doors, seizing all operations starting October 12th the release saying the closure results from Saint Mark's ongoing inability to meet its financial obligations. Struggles to keep Saint Mark's Medical Center running have been going on for a while, but this new announcement to seize all operations has a lot of people worried. Bill Koenig says trips to the emergency room over the years have saved his life. Now he's gonna have to drive a lot farther for any of these procedures or if he has an emergency.
0: I have um, heart problems I have uh, cancer both liver and kidney cancer
2: and we've noticed increased mileage on our vehicles taking a lot more patients to other local hospitals and taking a lot more patients into Austin LaGrange Mayor Dan Jan Dockery says she will continue to fight for the hospital in LaGrange hoping someone steps up to take over the current facility we reached out to the hospital for comment didn't hear back We did see signs though posted on the windows letting patients know services would be provided through today.
1: Just last month, Governor Abbott announced a $4.5 million grant opportunity to four rural hospitals, one of those hospitals, St. Mark's Medical Center in LaGrange. Now, the goal was to expand access to health care in the rural areas. The others are Crosbyton Clinical Hospital, Anson General Hospital, and Falls Community Hospital and Clinic. This is money that can be used to cover debt, Operational expenses, repairs, or even buy or rent hospital equipment. They have until this Friday if they want to apply for the money.
2: After years of delays, Zilker Park's latest mini train, the Zilker Eagle, is on track to start test runs as soon as late fall. In an update posted on social media, the train's operator said track repairs are now 90% finished. A fix to solve a braking issue also nearing completion. Silker Park's first mini train, also named the Eagle, began running in 1961.
1: Celebrated Texas Longhorn quarterback Arch Manning announced which local nonprofit received the proceeds from the sale of his autographed trading card. It was a big deal. He reported on the auction weeks ago, to get you ahead of it, his first card with trading card company netted $102,500. Yesterday, he said he is donating every penny to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Texas. He stopped by St. Mark's North Austin Medical Center to make that announcement, where he met people who've been helped by the Ronald McDonald House, such a cool organization. He's a freshman and is the grandson of, of course, Archie Manning, and the nephew of Peyton and Eli, a legendary NFL quarterbacks.
0: This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. What a run it's been for the Texas Rangers. Thinking back to the last game of the regular season, had a chance to win the AL West. Did not happen. Since then, they rolled through the playoffs. Tampa Bay 99 wins Baltimore best record in the American League and the Rangers were trying to sweep them back at Globe Life Field and how about that start Corey Seager in the right field one to nothing and then Adoles Garcia. Any doubt about that one getting out? That was a good walk not spoiled right there for Garcia. Six to nothing Rangers Nathan Ivaldi was outstanding. This is what they got him for. He's been a big-time postseason pitcher. Seven innings, one run allowed. And then Jose LeClerc comes in to close it down. First time since 2011. The Texas Rangers are going to the American League Championship Series. Will it be an all-Texas ALCS? Well, Astros have a little work to do, but they grabbed the lead in their series with the Twins yesterday. Jose Abreu in the first inning. Three-run homer just like that. Astros on top Christian Javier nine strikeouts five walks but five shutout innings and well the offense kept popping Alex Bregman this one way up and out and then Jordan Alvarez he's been a one-man wrecking crew fourth home run in the series so the Astros win it and they will try to clinch this evening in Minnesota that's a six o'clock start if they don't They'll have to go back to Houston and play a Game 5. Now, Game 1 of the ALCS will begin Sunday. It will be in Houston if it's an All-Texas Championship Series. High school football tomorrow night. Good one out at Dragon Stadium in Round Rock. Round Rock and Vandegrift. Round Rock 3-0 in district play. Vandegrift 3-0 in district play. Undefeated and ranked number 5 in the state. We've got it on KBVO. Back to you. For those
1: listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thanks for listening and joining us. Here's what we're tracking at 5 a.m. on KXAN Today. The proposal state lawmakers are debating how should the state spend taxpayer money for schools if approved.